do you want just those symptoms to disappear? Or do we want to see the whole horse improve? We want to see overall health and vitality get better all the time with whatever we're doing. Welcome to this episode of Healing Horses with Alicia. In this episode, I wanted to talk about a concept that some of you might be familiar with, especially if you've taken my signature program. It's something we talk about a lot. We look at a lot of examples because it helps us sort of organize, first of all, where we're starting and also what we're seeing. And it also helps manage some expectations a little bit as well. Um, And it's important to get a good understanding about what you're doing, what you're approaching, and what do we expect to happen? And can we even have some expectations? So that concept I refer to as healing layers. This is not new to this podcast or to my programs. Lots of healers speak in these terms. It's a sort of a a much discussed topic in homeopathy as well. Uh, Homeopathy really works in layers and letting the vital force sort of push out disease or imbalances. But this is important for horses because this is not just isolated to homeopathy. This is profiles. Um, We're going to talk about horse health profiles and what that even means. And so the first thing I think everybody should consider uh, that is either working through a horse health issue or maybe you're just wanting to learn more about how to do it, is what does healing mean to you? What is the definition of healing? And I know from just all my experience and all the thousands of people that I've talked to over the years, it's not the same for everybody. With that definition of healing comes expectations of what you think should happen. What does healing mean to you? And when you finally arrive, what does that horse look like? Once that horse is healed, what is that horse supposed to look like? So as an example, let's say your horse has been diagnosed with something. And of course, these things don't happen overnight, but all of a sudden they get this diagnosis, whether it's ulcers or PPID or equine metabolic syndrome, let's say. And so you get this diagnosis and now you have to think, okay, what are we going to do about it, right? We have to come up with a solution. We have to fix this. The horse is uncomfortable and we don't want it to progress. And so many people just want the numbers to correct on paper, right? So there's usually test results or a scope that goes with that. So they just want to see the scope come back clean, or they want to see insulin levels normalize or ACTH levels normalize. And from a holistic standpoint, I look at everything else. And so it's not just about the number on the paper. It is, is this horse healthy? Do they have good energy? Are we dealing with a lot of discharges and infections? Do we have a lot of WPIs? Is there a lot of inflammation in the body and edema and puffiness in this horse? Do we have some skin problems to deal with, chronic thrush infections? And so one of the dangers of sort of locking into a particular problem, we kind of miss the rest of the profile. And so for a lot of people, healing just means getting that test result back normal. And meanwhile, if you look at the horse, are they really healthy? Is that healing? Did the horse heal? Whatever approach you took to get those results normalized again. And so then we have to think, okay, so if that's not healing, how do we get closer to healing? And unfortunately, we all want that instant fix. We want the pill. We want to just not have to deal with this. It's time consuming. Uh, Sometimes it can be financially burdening for a lot of people too. And unfortunately, healing is just not on our schedule. It happens when it happens. And there's a lot of factors that influence it as well. So 
If you have horses that are, I'd say, over the age of 15, they might take time, right? Because they might have had 10 years behind them with excessive toxicity in their diet and lifestyle, or just poor diet or malnutrition or a high stress lifestyle. And those are all things that we don't typically recognize or we're not aware of from day to day to day. It's not weighing on our minds until we have a diagnosis and the horse is in a health crisis. And now we want it just fixed tomorrow. And we forget that it took 10 years to get the profile we're seeing in front of us. And so for a lot of horses, I look at a lot of different health profiles per year, hundreds of them from horses all over the world. And you start seeing patterns amongst those horses. And there's history involved here. And while I don't always base my programs on their health profile yesterday, so what happened in the past, I'm always looking at them in the present. The history is important to me because the pattern is important. And so one good exercise I have for everybody is just to sit down and write out a bit of a timeline for your horse's health issues. But since you've had them, sometimes you're not going to know. And just see if you can kind of recognize what's reoccurring. What is the theme for this horse that just keeps coming back? And often, they may have some sort of health event in the past that you think healed, but now it's just presenting itself differently. So a good example of that, like let's say when they're young, they get a viral infection or an acute bacterial infection of some kind. And for some horses, even if they have a good constitution, it can kind of knock them out, right? So they're tired and inflamed and they don't want to move around. Like you can tell when a horse isn't feeling well. And let's say that over time that resolved with treatment, let's say, and um, you did all the right things. And then it's out of sight, out of mind, and you don't notice any issue since. He's been fine. But there's a lot of other health issues that have come to the surface. Let's say that horse now has chronic rain rot or mud fever, pervasive thrush infections that no matter how healthy you get their trim, that thrush just never goes away. They're the first to catch a cold in the wintertime or when the seasons change. Like that isn't healing to me. So we have to really, first of all, define what healing means. Do you want just those symptoms to disappear? Or do we want to see the whole horse improve? We want to see overall health and vitality get better all the time with whatever we're doing. So from the holistic perspective, we are not just putting out fires all the time. But unfortunately, when you're looking at a health profile and snapshots in time, you're going to see all these imbalances coming up throughout their lifetime. And so you just address them as they come. Instead of standing back and going, okay, why do all these infections just keep coming back, but they're they look different. It might not be the same type of infection they once had, but now it's showing up as something else. And that is important to recognize because underneath all that, the pattern is poor immunity. So then you can get closer to identifying, okay, what's the cause of this poor immune system? Where did it start? What happened? What was that horse going through? And sometimes you're not going to have this information, but it's a good place to kind of start to recognize healing layers. And that's what we're going to talk about today because when we start a program and we want to be specific about improving that horse's health in a particular way. So let's say this horse has ulcers. That's the condition that they have today. We want to make sure whatever program we're putting together, we are addressing the ulcers, but we want to make sure that there's no obstacles in the way. And we also want to make sure that we're not getting distracted by other things that are going to take away from that. And sometimes if we're not 
thinking holistic enough, we can spend a lot of time, you know, trying to fix the skin or fix the thrush or, and sometimes it's all connected. And so you have to start with the layer they are presenting to you today. And that's what I tell all my students. That's where we start in the program because the symptom profile over time, especially if you're working with a horse that's 20, 25, 30, they've had a lot of health history. There's a lot of stuff that's going on for that horse in the past. And if you write it all down, sometimes it's lists of stuff. So we can't do it all. It's not good for the horse and it's not good for the human because it gets very confusing and you're never really sure are you doing the right thing? Are we addressing the right thing? Or am I just wasting a lot of time and money here trying to tackle something that the horse doesn't need us to tackle? So I always say start with the health profile that your horse is showing you today. So if we're talking about ulcers, ulcers can take a long time to heal. And part of addressing that ulcer is what caused it. So leading causes of ulcers or stress is a huge one, physical or emotional stress, and that can include chronic pain and non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Those are the two biggest ones. So using medication long-term can definitely cause ulcers. That's the chemistry of the medication. So you have to remove factors that are causing the ulcers. That's the first thing we want to do. And then you can start formulating a program for the healing process to take place. And what I find interesting just over all the time that I've been doing this and working with horses, when I get to be involved in the recovery for a long period of time, meaning I'm talking to the owner on a regular basis, I know where the horse started, I'm aware of the profile, and we just start working through the layers. The horse's profile changes as you go. So a horse is never going to stay the same forever, right? They're never... If you're doing different things and you're changing the environment, you're changing the food and the diet and their nutrition, it's impossible for the body to stay locked in unless you're missing the underlying cause. So the body's always changing. So once you start peeling back that layer, sometimes a lot of things will improve and then the body reveals something else. And if you don't know to expect that, or I shouldn't even say expect, but if you don't know that's possible, sometimes you can think, I'm making everything worse because we're always focused on what's going wrong instead of all the things we've done right. And so a good example of that would be, let's say we get a horse started on a program and we're really tackling digestion. We're trying to correct all those imbalances that caused those ulcers in the first place. And then a lot of great things happen. Let's say all the edema starts to go away. The pot belly starts to improve. Hair coat starts to get softer. Um, sometimes with ulcers, horses, you know, their hair coat looks a little rough. And so everything's going in the right direction. And then let's say something happens and they look really sore and stiff and they're really irritable and they get girthy again. And it's a flare up, so to speak. To me, it's not the end of the world. I just look at it as part of the healing process. And you have to start identifying what the body is trying to do. And one thing I know for sure is that the body is always going to strive to attain balance, whatever it has to do. And in that journey, sometimes it's not always a straight trajectory to optimum health. There are dips in in that journey. So sometimes you'll go along, everything will be improving, and then there'll be a bit of a decline. And this is especially true for laminitis. Um, You see that happen actually a lot for horses or ponies that have been in chronic laminitis for a long time. 
But what we are looking for is constant improvement. You know, they don't have to be 100% in 72 hours, but you do want to see improvement over time. So let's say they go through this decline. We're taking this horse with ulcers. We've got this much improvement. It's really important for you to notice what has improved. And I think if you're really actively working on a recovery, you should be documenting these symptoms and when they happened and which ones went away just to remind yourself where you started and where you are so that these declines or these flare-ups just don't knock you off your block, so to speak, right? Because you don't want to definitely don't want to pull the plug if you've gotten improvement. And one of the first signs I look for, no matter what kind of program I'm putting together, whether it's ulcers or metabolic syndrome or PPID, is that inflammation is going down. And one of the first signs of better health even before the body catches up, is just better attitude. A lot of horses will just feel better and they look better. Their eyes get brighter, they're moving around more, and they want to engage more. And so because horses are so social, sometimes that is a sign of imbalance when they don't want to be around the herd very much and they're not coming to the fence and they don't want to approach humans at all. And when they start feeling better physically, they'll also start picking up emotionally too. Uh, they want to just be more social and they're happy to come to a fence and maybe they look forward to their meal. So those are all things that you want to take note of as you're going through the recovery. Now, if they take a dip in their health profile or they get to a flare-up, sometimes, in some cases, I'll just say, hold on for like a day or two and let the body just do what it needs to. Um, and I used to think from a detoxification perspective, you know, because any health program you put your horse on, naturally the body is going to detoxify, right? You're not making good strides to optimum health if you're putting more toxins into them than, than they already have. So we always expect that any good natural health program is going to help detoxify the body. And I used to think that happened pretty quick in like the first 72 hours. And after working with just so many horses with different situations, I know that's not true. And so sometimes I wonder if, you know, two months in, they kind of take a turn because the body's like, okay, I can finally dump all these toxins. I can finally do it because I'm getting the nutrition and I have the lifestyle and my body's not stressed out. The inflammation's gone down. I finally have the resources to help eliminate a lot of this toxicity. And so sometimes I'll just tell the owners to just hold on, support them for a couple days, and let's just see if it gets worse especially horses with like low grade infection, like whether it's thrush or a fungus, you know, fungus on the skin, even bacteria in the gut is, is common, even though it's not very clinical, you don't really see overt signs and symptoms of it. You know, that the body's always working with that. The immune system's always battling that too behind the scenes. So you might not even be aware of what's happening. So if they have a day or two where they're not feeling great, just leave them alone for a minute, unless it's more acute than that. Of course, get help. But sometimes it's just give them a minute. And things do sometimes have to get worse before they get better. That doesn't happen for all horses, but once in a while it does. And so once they kind of get through that decline, often what happens is they get to the other side. Like they, they literally, their body's like, oh, phew. And then they just keep going. They continue to improve. And I've seen this enough times to know that it's a real and valid pattern that horses go through.
If you are ready to dive into the world of holistic horse health and all it has to offer, I invite you to join me for my 12-week online signature program, Healing Horses Their Way. This program only runs once per year, and I'm excited to announce the doors are now open to welcome the class of 2024. Registration is now open. Inside, you'll learn how to formulate natural health programs using diet, lifestyle, single nutrients, herbs, and homeopathic remedies. And this course will also empower you with the tools and confidence you need to make informed decisions and take charge of your horse's health. If you want to learn more or you're ready to register, you can look in the show notes for the links. There's one link that will take you to a page to learn more about the program and how it's run. And the other link is just to get registered right away. I can't wait to welcome you. And the other thing along the same lines is I sometimes wonder if the body just needs to know that you're serious. I mean, the horse is serious, but you're serious because you're the one supplementing and feeding and, you know, making changes for that horse's lifestyle. And I think sometimes if you pull the plug too quickly, whether you're not seeing changes quick enough or maybe things do get worse before they get better, the body just kind of waits to make sure that it's going to have the resources on more of a permanent basis before it decides to move. And so some horses are very quick in their health journey, meaning um, you just give them what they need. They, you give them some good nutrition and they are just off. They just start thriving right away and, and they just start improving and then th- they just keep going with it. Whereas other horses, sometimes they get kind of stuck. And so you have to be aware of that and also be aware of yourself. Are you feeling stuck too? Because if your horse thinks you're stuck, they'll be stuck as well. So I do think that's an important thing to be aware of, but don't give up just because, you know, things don't shift in 72 hours, especially if you're working with a really chronic health condition that has been at work for a very long time. And I know one of the frustrations with horse owners is like, I've tried everything. I've been through it all. I've done everything people have told me to do. I've spent all the money and I just have nothing left. And so then to ask like, okay, well, we're kind of starting over. Like this is day one. It's hard. It's hard on the horse owners to kind of do something different. And I've worked on programs where the owner is doing a lot right already, right? They've made tons of changes to the diet and maybe they've made some important lifestyle shifts as well. And the horse has improved, but they're just not quite a hundred percent. You know, whether it means that there's a couple conditions that are, have gotten worse sometimes, or maybe a new condition approached and you just have no idea where that came from, even though you're improving nutrition and you're improving their life. It's hopeless. It doesn't mean that there's no help. And often in those cases, I will look at everything that they're doing. And I, the only thing I can say is it's just not specific enough to address the underlying cause. And that's usually the issue. So if you're already doing a lot of the great things uh, that you're learning in this podcast or learning through my courses and it's not working, it's often just that it might not be specific enough for that particular imbalance. And sometimes that just has a lot to do with nutrient deficiencies, very specific ones that maybe the body's looking for. Sometimes it can be emotional. Horses are very emotional beings and they do hang on to stuff. So If you've got their physical health in a really good place, but there's still some emotional imbalances underneath there, those can sometimes come to the surface. So 
When we first start a program on that first layer, so I use the example of ulcers, we then have to look at layer number two. And so if this horse sort of falls into a decline after a lot of the other imbalances have resolved, less inflammation, less fluid retention, you know, they're not watering, their eyes aren't watering anymore, just lots of that stuff has improved. And then you have a new profile in front of you. That's layer number two. We don't ever want to start off throwing the kitchen sink at the horse. And sometimes that's what we do because we don't have any other options. Let's just take it one step at a time. Deal with the most important thing in front of you. And in most cases, it's digestion every time because there's just so many reasons for that digestive system to be struggling or not absorbing their nutrition, especially if they have a particular digestive issue like ulcers or colic or leaky gut. So all of that has to be dealt with first. Then you just wait for them to show you what that next layer looks like. And sometimes it might be a skin problem, uh, maybe seasonal allergies kind of crop up and it might surprise you because they haven't shown any signs of allergies in 10 years. But the body's finally bringing all of that stuff to the surface. And to me, from a holistic perspective, that is what true healing looks like. And it takes time and it does take patience. And by the time you go through that process, you should have a completely different horse by the end of it. And sometimes it can take a year, up to a year, sometimes longer. But we have to look at this like we're just making lifestyle changes here to practice prevention as well. It's not just about recovery. So we don't have any more problems in the future. And that's something to be aware of because a lot of these signs and symptoms, if you're aware of them, you'll recognize. Like the more you learn uh, and the more you kind of practice this with horses, like you'll see the signs of imbalance coming way before you used to. So whether it's taking a year to rehab, we have to kind of look at it like this is just long lasting prevention. And whether you're doing something else or doing this, you're still going to be doing something if there's a health problem. So I would rather just see everything start to improve, you know, no matter what I'm doing or how much time it's taking me to do, I always want to see improvement. And then over time, when the horse gets stronger, you should be able to do less, right? So that's the whole idea. When the body's in balance, you should be able to do less. Another thing that I've noticed with horses is, and this is this whole idea that can horses recover from these conditions or can't they? I look at it, especially the conditions like equine metabolic syndrome and PPID, These are conditions that are caused by diet and lifestyle. Why can't we get them to recover by reversing whatever caused it? I mean, that just seems like common sense to me. But I also know the argument out there is like, yeah, but if you put them in the same environment again with high sugar and high stress and, you know, out on grass, they're just going to end up all over again with the same problem. That also is common sense to me. Like if you put a horse back in the environment that created the disease, the disease is going to come back. And for a lot of these horses, once they have, especially if it's progressed to the point where it's clinical and there is a diagnosis and you're seeing all the signs and symptoms, if you correct all that and all the symptoms go away and our test results normalize, there is going to be a weakness there. The body remembers. And so we don't want to just throw them back into the same environment that caused it. We want to maintain some of those changes that we've made, even though they're going to be stronger and they might have a higher tolerance for things like sugar and and stress, we certainly don't want to put them back in a very high sugar 
on a high sugar diet with lots of stress and lots of toxicity in their world, right? And, and no exercise. That's just going to bring it back. And that's what disease does because the body needs certain things to maintain good health. I hope that was clear enough for you to understand where I'm going with this, that if we're taking a holistic approach and if we're thinking about things holistically, that horses need time. They need time to heal based on the issues that they're working with, uh, the number of health events that they've been through, what their body's hanging on to, how toxic it is, how stressed it is. It is not just an overnight quick fix. That's not what I do here and it's not what I teach. Um, and when I'm helping people recover their horses or improve health, we are taking it literally one step at a time, right? Just one step at a time and letting the body do the work. Um, our job is just to make sure that we're supporting it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll see you next time. 